What in tarnation? Is that the dinner bell? Well, hooey! It must be feeding time, brother. Come on down and get yourself a bowl of that nice, juicy feed. Good afternoon, I'm Stuart Wilcox with our latest, but also, sadly, our last episode of the feed this semester. Today we'll take a look back into the full, the first full in-person semester in two and a half years. We'll talk about the new Pokemon game. But first, the World Cup has kicked off in Qatar, and Canada is competing alongside the world's best nations. NR92's Jaskarat Mandar sat down with former Team Alberta player to see how much this means to him as, and as Canada as a whole. Canada has kicked off its first World Cup after nearly 40 years. The team opened up its tournament this past Wednesday against number two ranked Belgium. The boys may have dominated the game, they couldn't find a way onto the score sheet. I spoke with former Team Alberta player Grijot Sandu to get his thoughts. I was impressed uh, that they actually stayed in the match. If you watch the game, Canada was actually controlling the whole game. Uh, this is good to see because it gives our Canadian fans something to cheer for. And after that game, I believe our Canadian fans felt like they had a sense of belonging and that they have a team that they can actually put their support behind. Apart from commenting on the game, he also touched on what making the World Cup means to this country. Canada making the World Cup means a lot on its own, not just for me but for all the people living in Canada. It puts us on the map and shows other high-ranked countries that we can compete against them. And it gives the young generation inspiration and a team to look up to. Sandhu then spoke about his youth, how there weren't many soccer stars to look up to, and how that will change with this new era of Canadian men's soccer. I know when I was younger we didn't have many people to look up to. There wasn't many Canadian sports stars, uh, but now we have guys playing the biggest leagues in the world all across the world and uh, being Munich in Germany or Lille in France and it gives the kids that they can actually get the hope that they need to make it uh, so now I kind of hope that they actually get the professional soccer career that they've dreamed about. With NR92, I'm Biskirat Mandir. Alberta's second chance animal rescue society is expanding. NR92's Ewan King has the story. The Second Chance Animal Rescue Society has just opened a new location in Morinville. Over the last few years, the Second Chance Animal Rescue Society, or SCARS for short, has seen an increase in animals that need foster homes, but didn't have the space to accommodate all the animals in need. Their new location has allowed them to start the process of rehoming and rehabbing many more pets. However, Brenda Leonard, one of SCARS Morinville's program coordinators, claims that even with a new location, the demand for shelter is too high for them to fully accommodate finally put our first animals in here around the 1st of October. So it, we are full now and that took no time. SCARS is responsible for about 400 foster animals around northeastern Alberta. Every animal that arrives is treated due to their individual needs and is spayed or neutered so that when they're adopted, they're healthy and ready to go to their new home. Only a handful of paid staff takes care of the dogs when they arrive at SCARS Morinville. The rest is completely volunteer run. About 190 volunteers are currently working on and off with SCARS, but Leonard states that they're always open to more. We love to have new people come and help us walk dogs and give them a bit of exercise and, you know, lots of other general animal-related things. SCARS is also committed to educating pet owners on proper care for their animals. They offer a number of resources online where owners can learn about veterinary care, simple training, and diet and exercise for their pets. SCARS also runs in-person programs related to animal health out of their new location. Leonard claims these programs stress the need for proper pet education. We run every couple of weeks uh, just a very short one-hour dog handling course just so people know what's going on and how to handle these bigger dogs, but they're all lovely dogs. 
To learn more about how SCARS takes care of its animals, how to support SCARS in its new location, or how their adoption process works, visit scarscare.ca. For NR92, I'm Ewan King. A new Pokemon game just came out, and Riley Nielsen with NR92 has all the details. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out last week and is already smashing records. Over the first three days, it sold more copies than any other console-exclusive game in that time span. One of the biggest calling cards is it's the first fully open-world Pokemon game. Lori Nielsen, who has played Pokemon for 12 years, warns players that while the open world is nice, you have to be careful where you go. You do still have to kind of make sure you're the right level because you sometimes run into Pokemon that are higher level than you and you can't fight them very easily. Despite the sales, the game has come with many different glitches and performance issues. This has caused many fans to become unhappy with the game. Lori has experienced these issues but says it's only a reminder on saving. It just means that you've got to save and save often. Every new Pokemon game comes with new quality of life changes. This gen includes a giant refresh on eggs and the Pokemon breeding process. Lori likes the new speed at which these processes take place. Getting an egg was much easier, and hatching eggs is even easier. With teases in the game for DLC, there is still plenty more to experience in the game. Riley Nielsen, NR92 News. The snow has fallen to the joy of many and the dismay of others. And when the snow is on the ground, people start to think about Christmas. Jaden Pichet here at NR92, gives us an inside look at how one store in particular will do this holiday season. Christmas is exactly one month away, meaning you should probably start thinking about what gifts to give people, if you haven't already. People everywhere are flooding to places like Walmart, Best Buy, and Amazon for their presents. Andrew Ellis, the Community Donation Center Supervisor at St. Albert's Value Village, has been with the company for nearly five years, meaning he's got plenty of experience with the Christmas season. However, the holidays don't seem to be the same for him as other big-time stores. Against what you may think, the Christmas season actually is fairly slow for us at the front here. In CDC, much the same as the front, it actually gets quite slow while it's cold outside. A lot of people don't consider thrifted items as good gifts when it comes to the holidays, but you'd be surprised what you might find. They've got clothes of all sizes, toys for any age, as well as a pretty good selection of games and movies to choose from. Plus, you're helping the environment by taking one man's garbage and turning it into the perfect holiday treasure. Regardless of how many people go to Value Village for their holiday shopping, people like Andrew will be there to ensure that you find what you need. During this time, we usually just strive to provide the best possible service we can for our customers and donors. This has been Jaden Pichet for NR92 News. The semester is shortly coming to a close in December for the students. Warren Jansen's talked to Jody Gylander on, the, on how the semester has gone. The first in-person semester since the beginning of 2020 is soon going to be ending in December. This semester has seen lots of happy faces coming to campus as a lot of students here at Nate are preferring in-person learning. Jody Gylander at Natesa is pleased with how the semester is going with the events they held. It's been pretty exciting. So. I'm one of the student executives and uh, one of the things that we like to do as student executives are hold lots of events. So we were pretty excited to have done our um, orientation in person and our Nest Fest. We had record numbers for Nest Fest this year, which was just fantastic. Um, and throughout the school term, we've been able to host a whole lot of events and uh, the turnout and engagement with students has been 
just uh, exceeded our expectations. NHTSA hosted many events they cannot do online. They got lots of students interested and engaged throughout the semester on most of the events. Compared to online events, Jody was thrilled with the turnout and feedback of the students that attended these events compared to online events. The feedback that we've gotten from students has been phenomenal. Um, they've been extremely happy to be back in person um, to see some of these larger events. I think people overall are just happy to have that social aspect back and, uh, you know, be able to learn in person, I think, for a lot of people is beneficial. The events that were held this semester gave students an opportunity to connect with the people they missed while doing online school. The things happening on campus gave students a chance to have fun while doing school at Nate. For many students this semester, it has gone really well. Warren Jansen's NR92 News. Thanks for listening to The Feed. Listen to us again on Sunday night at 7.30. That's the end of the shows for the semester, but be listening for new episodes in the new year. I'm Stuart Wilcox for NR92. Thanks for listening to The Feed. Hear it again on NR92 Sunday night at 7.30 or find it on NR92 SoundCloud.